every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I am Wrestling Chris G, and on the other line with me, riddle me this, Batman, is the Riddler himself, good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie Man, how you doing? I'm doing all right. You like your nickname this week? This one's not, one's not bad. Even though it has nothing to do with the episode, but I couldn't think of anything else. It's in the title. Yeah, it's in the title. <laughs> That's as far as it goes. But, um, yeah, um, we literally just finished our last episode um, that people heard last week. And we're starting this one. And you you had a question at the end of last week's episode. Um. That could this have possibly been, um, could Kids WB possibly have, um, kind of tied this Pokemon episode into like a superhero theme for that week? And after doing just a little bit of digging, we found out that that was the case, Doug. Yeah. Um, just, just the name of the episode and the fact that it was so, uh, vastly different. From the the Japanese title, and <coughs> pardon me, um, the fact that it's airing on Kids WB, and knowing that WB had or has the the DC license, and considering where my head immediately went when I heard the title when I watched the episode earlier today. And, you know, you did a little bit of digging uh, while we were in between shows. And you looked up the the Saturday lineup for that week. And this episode was <clears throat> preceded by, what the was new, it? The new Batman and Superman adventures. And not only was it uh, with that, it was with also Batman Beyond um, at nine o'clock. So you had eight o'clock, the the new Batman Superman Adventures. Then you had um, the first episode of Pokemon, and then you had after Pokemon um, with the millions of people already watching Kids WB. You also had another Batman Beyond premiere as well. So I mean, obviously we weren't able to find like <laughs> like the bumpers that they would run like in between the shows. Like when they would scrunch the credits down, they would have like Batman and Pikachu fighting in the margins or whatever. Yes. But I'm sure that they ran those as well. Well, um, as I was telling you um, before off air, um, when I was um, looking up one of the TV shows, because me and you were kind of like, what is this show Detention that used to come on Kids WB? And when I when I did a quick Google search of detention, it had um, the September 18th lineup um, in one of the photos on Google. And right there it had 
Pikachu karate kicking with Ash um, pointing out like as if he was demanding. But then it also had a bunch of superheroes around Pikachu. So you have Batman, you had the Joker, you had a few other characters uh, from the other TV shows that looked like someone from Men in Black, the cartoon. And you had all of that going on in the little snippet. I low-key forgot about the Men in Black cartoon until you said something. <laughs> Me too, dude. Me too. But it, as much as um, it was a thing, um, I was not a fan of the cartoon, and I thought the cartoon was quite boring, to be honest. I I, I probably turned it off when it was getting ready to start. I said, I've seen my Pokemon. Yes, exactly. I've got stuff to do today. So, um, this week's episode is the start of a two-parter. Um, this week is Riddle Me This, and next week is Volcanic Panic. And both premiered on September 18th. Oh! Still on, am I still on the air? Yes, you're on the air, Doug. Okay, good. My microphone took a dive. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> but, um, speaking of, Doug, um, we... Uh, remember, um, I'm not going to spoil it because I might use it for next week, but we we, <laughs> we, we need two for um, September 18th. So I think I'm going to take my first choice next week and take my second choice this week. Oh, my head hurts. <laughs> so you're still going first this week, but um, this episode premiered in Japan on August 13th, 1998. And here in the States, September 18th, 1999, um, along with its counterpart, Part 2, which also premiered um, the same day. Now, in Japan, these did not um, premiere on the same day. These actually were was a week apart in Japan. So, Bastards. Um, August 13th and August 20th was when these premiered in Japan. So, Bastards. I know. But... um. Um, what me and you um, came to quickly find out when we were doing our little digging was um, this date. Well, it's it's not even holy shit. It's not even just that. Um, within the next few weeks, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do some digging, Doug, because uh, we have a set of episodes coming out on September fifteenth on the same day. Uh, we also have a set of episodes coming out on the same day on October 2nd, pretty soon. So, yeah, they, they did a lot of twofers um, as they were trying to catch up on the Kids WB. But this is the first of many episodes that was released on the same day. Yeah. Um, but September 18th is a big day in TV, apparently. A lot of premieres and a lot of things in the movie industry has been released on this day. So, Doug... Um, go ahead and take it away because you are going first this week. Yeah, you you hit the nail right on the head. September, just the month of September in general is like big, typical. Um, like this is like TV premieres, like all the new shows per, have their pilots, and you know, returning shows are finding their footing with their new seasons. Um, <clears throat> obviously, with this this past like year and a bit has been weird, obviously with COVID shutting everything down. So TV was basically just getting out when it could. Um, I'm hopeful that 
next September will be a, a return to normalcy. I kind of think but, we're getting back into a normalcy, but um, if you listen to the news enough, apparently we might be taking a step back pretty soon on our mask mandate. So I'm not too happy about that. But Yeah, it's already in effect in California. Yeah, but they're also getting more stimulus checks, too. They're, they're, California is its own world out there. Yeah. Kind of um, envious, but. you know. <laughs> if if you're in the if you're in the south and you're hearing this, if, if you're within the sound of my voice, which that's the beauty of the internet, get a fucking shot. <laughs> <laughs> For real, <laughs> Texas, California, Florida, all of you, please just do your part. Al- Alabama, Mississippi, yes. George, well, not Georgia's okay. Get get you a shot, <laughs> but um, that concludes the PSA portion of this program. Um, <laughs> yes, so on September eighteenth, nineteen sixty five, the television show "I Dream of Jeannie" premieres, and I don't think much has to be said. There's a two thousand year old genie. Washes up on a beach, found by an astronaut. Um, she grants wishes. It's <laughs> a sitcom, so it's wacky. Um, she, she grants more than wishes, I think, off screen. <laughs> no, 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 no. But that was the porno version. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it was wacky. Um, it premiered on NBC, and if I could do a really quick Google, boy, ran for five seasons. It had, give me an episode total, you fuck. Uh, <clears throat> 139 episodes. Oh, so um, that that's a lot for a TV show back then. Uh, 30, 30 originally premiered in black and white, but were later colorized, as well as 109 episodes that were specifically in color. Really? Okay. So yeah, we were, we were still in that kind of transitional period between strictly black and white and the introduction of color television. Okay. Well, good shit. Good shit. All right. Mine is more on the, well, yours was comical, but mine's a little bit more on the comical side as well that more more of you probably know. But the very first uh, Rush Hour um, premiered on this day in 1998. Uh, Famous line that I love from that movie do you not understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Man, nobody understands the words that are coming out of your mouth. I love Rush Hour. That's my movie right there. I could tell really hard that you were thinking, like in the back of your head, you're like, should I do the Chinese accent? I <laughs> and I could tell that you didn't want to. But you can't not do it. <laughs> so I did it. So, so I did it. 
how did I do? How did how did it come across? Well, <laughs> we still have a podcast, right? Well, <laughs> we're not canceled, right? I mean, we we got through your your stuff uh, that you used to do on our other podcast. Okay, Facts. so I I think we'll be all right. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that movie premiered um. I actually just recently watched the first one with my son not too long ago. Um, he has not watched the second or third one yet. And just doing a quick Google search, um, because me and you kind of was like, well, they're remaking everything these days. So let's see if they're remaking Rush Hour. Cause I mean, Bad Boys got remade after so long and come to find out, um, it's been teased very heavily. But uh, apparently there's no production or interest in the movie in the Hollywood industry. Bastards. I know. And um, it went as far as Jackie Chan actually shot down the rumors uh, last. No, not last year. In 2019, he shot it down even after Chris Tucker uh, went on a limb and said, it's happening. And I think he was just going out there saying that, hoping that it would catch fire. Uh, from what I'm reading, because um, even I, I, <laughs> IMDb um, says that the plot is unknown for this movie, and that is all they have on it. Chris Tucker needed a, <clears throat> pardon me, Chris Tucker needed a paycheck. That's why <laughs> he went and spent all his money on his hopes. He, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know what else he's been in other than right. I mean, he was in Friday. He was in the Friday series and i think he was in the was he in the fifth was that him in the fifth element yeah and other than i mean i'm sure he's been in some i mean look i'm not gonna this isn't gonna turn into a a chris tucker imdb podcast for god's sakes i mean i'm sure there is already one there's a podcast for everything ah yeah there is but Um, uh, as you're as you're stating this um because i i'm actually kind of curious as well as to um let's see the last thing that he was in is was in 2016 um billy lynn's long halftime walk and then before that was 2012 with silver linings playbook and before that silver linings playbook that's right and then before that he was in rush hour three so (laughs) so there you go (laughs) So after Rush Hour 3, he had a couple of small roles. And um, currently, um, it says Rush Hour 4 um, is rumored. And then it also says announced on here. So I'm going to click on this IMDb. Uh, nothing is on here because it brings me to an IMDb Pro website where they're trying to get me to subscribe. And I'm not going to do that. But when you got time for that. Nope. But when you click on the actual movie itself, um, it lists him as a lead actor, but no Jackie Chan and that it's rumored. So something tells me Chris Tucker uh, made this page himself. He's like, let me let me (laughs) let me go on here and make a Facebook page real quick and see if it catches some wind. (laughs) So. That's all um, that they have on here in regards to a Rush Hour 4. Um, very heavily rumored, but no production, it seems like, in Hollywood. 
So we're going to leave it at that. But um, the movie has made from what I was reading um, close to a billion dollars today. So he's he's sitting comfortably. I mean, hopefully he had a good Hollywood deal for these movies where he's getting residuals left and right from this movie and and not one of these early breaks where they don't get anything. But I hate to be a bit of a buzzkill, but the residuals aren't as much as you would think they are. No, they're not. But like he'll get like a check for like thirty five cents every time it airs on TBS or something. Oh, yeah, I've I've seen actors post their residual checks on Instagram and stuff before. Yeah. So, but um, but yeah, yeah at the end of the day, it's. It's funny. Um, it's a good movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Um, they're instant classics. And well, now, wait a minute. Hold on. Finish this podcast. <laughs> Finish this podcast and then go watch it. And then if you're lucky enough, um, um, you'll, you're, you're may, maybe you're, you're listening to this a week early and maybe, um, part two is already out. So you're hearing, uh, on the Patreon next week's episode as well. I have no idea. I don't know what I'm. Yeah. What do you say? <laughs> what 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 is happening? <laughs> I'm I'm talking for people on the Patreon and on the free feed at the same time, Doug. I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> some people have already listened to this episode, and some people are already in next week's episode because they pay five dollars to listen to next week's episode. So. It's a That's thing, what, man. It's a thing. What happens when you take a week off? I know. <laughs> so, all right. But um, that's that's it. Um, so we went through the Kids WB lineup. Oh, oh, actually, no, we didn't. Um, the full lineup that day, um, for anyone that's curious of the Kids WB lineup before we start this week's episode, was at 8 o'clock, the new Batman Superman Adventures, then... Um, Pokemon, the episode that we're doing today. Nine o'clock was Batman Beyond. Then nine thirty, Men in Black, the series. Then at ten o'clock is the episode that we're doing next week of Pokemon. And then you had Detention at ten thirty. Eleven o'clock was the big cartoony show, and eleven thirty was the Sylvester and Tweety mysteries, which gets played over and over and over again on Boomerang. To Wait, this when time. when was when was Men in Black in that lineup? Uh, was after um, Batman Beyond and right before Pokemon. Okay, yeah. So I tuned out for the half an hour, came back because I because I watched Sylvester and Tweety. Okay. I was like, because first when you said that, I thought maybe that was the end because I because like I say I definitely don't remember watching much of Men in Black. I didn't watch it. <laughs> I couldn't. If I did watch it, my TV just happened to be on it because Pokemon was on before it. And I think that was that was a ratings plus for them. Like we we need to be on or no, actually, no, because Men in Black came on. after. I didn't watch Batman. I could not for the life of me get into Batman Beyond. I'm sorry. Uh, out of all Batmans, I could not get into Batman Beyond. What What about you? I. I mean, look, it's whatever, 20 years ago. I probably watched it. Um, it's Batman. I so tried I, to get into it. I mean, it gets it gets points for me. I mean, it's Batman, so, I mean, 
I'm gonna at least check it out. I mean, it. I don't. I, I feel like you're right. It probably didn't get as much pub as the other shows, but it had its fans. Yeah. Or and I should say has its fans because it's. You can work. I mean, you can watch it somewhere. HBO Max. Yes. Yeah. So you you, you can watch you you can watch all of like anything superhero on HBO Max. It's all on there. The only thing I don't like about HBO Max is they take their shit off of there way too quick. Well, yeah. Well, they've got seventeen boxes of other shit they got to put up. But I mean, I I was watching um Superman and Lois on there, and then that shit got taken off already. And I feel well, like HBO because that's still because that's still airing, man. It doesn't matter. You still like, put the shit a, on. There was a new ep- like there was a new episode tonight. <laughs> Do you watch it? Oh yeah. Is it good? Yeah, I like it. I haven't watched an episode yet, but I was going to and then I saw on there when I was getting ready to start it it says leaving HBO Max in a couple days. I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah, cuz well cuz it's still going. Yeah. Uh I Carly got renewed on Paramount Plus. For a second I haven't got into that. I haven't gotten into that. That's my shit. I I like it because they it's they they curse now and it, they're adults and they go through adult themes and uh no McCurdy though right no uh she might do the second season now oh you good I don't know can you still hear me I can hear you yes <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when the stroke is too big people. <laughs> Well, maybe, but that's what happens when you fucking change your setup. Uh, but, um, God damn it. <laughs> uh, irritated Doug at his best. Um, but yes, we are going to get into the Pokemon episode. I'm, I'm, no, it's just going to be this for this week. Be <laughs> uh, I'll going wait for through Doug. random actors, IMDb pages, and me but, custom for an hour but, and a half. But yeah, no, um, I, I okay. do, I do fuck with um, iCarly. I I do like that that show, and I I like the more adult version. And um, she might McCurdy um, M- McCurthy uh, might come back for season two after she saw season one. She she said the reason she didn't do um, the remake was because quote unquote iCarly was the most embarrassing time of her life, is what she said. And really? yes. And which was the reason that she did not go to um, sign up for this. And, but after, I'm sure after she saw the route that they took for iCarly in, in this new reboot, that hopefully they can get her to come back. Cause they kind of wrote her off saying that she went um, out with a biker gang <clears throat> and went to go travel the world kind of left it open that she might come back for an episode because they brought everybody else back for an episode. So why right. not? Why not? her? So, but, um, but yeah, you ready to jump into this week's episode, Doug? I hope so. <laughs> no, no, no more, no more falling pieces. I can't guarantee that. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. <clears throat> so, this week starts off a little wonky, and what I mean by wonky is it's kind of all over the place, so you just bear with us as we're reviewing this. Um, but this week, uh, fresh off of last week's episode, it, it looks like our trio got onto the nearest boat 
and they're on their way over to Cinnabar Island so Ash can go after his volcano badge. And while on this boat, if you remember playing Pokemon Red, Blue, or Yellow, um, you had to surf all the way down to Cinnabar Island so you can fight the um, volcano um, gym leader um, on that island. And that's yes. also and that's also where you could do the original glitch of the missing no, where you can get unlimited anything if you had a master ball and you needed unlimited of it. That's that that was the way to do it. So um we start this week's episode off with with our trio on this boat traveling over there. And the narrator um specifically says that they have no idea what surprise a lot um um is over on this island and oh boy do they find out what that surprise is Doug. well yeah but the, unfortunately they find out the surprise before they even touch land <laughs> well good old gary well, he's a prick um yeah so we get we brock kind of gives us an overview about like what's the draw of Cinnabar Island and Ash is completely laser focused on getting to the Cinnabar gym and getting that volcano badge. And that's when we hear the familiar tones of old Gary Oak. Uh, I love, I love Gary like prick Gary. Cause Gary, Gary's a lot more tameable in the more recent episodes that, that I'm watching. Cause he's, he's not Ash's rival anymore. Oh no! Don't tell me they gave him a face turn. Uh, well, they 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 did. Um, oh fuck! Well, they 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 kind of had to. And um, spoiler alert uh, for anyone, but this is seasons down the line. But um, he takes Professor Rokes. Um, he he he's he basically wants to learn about Pokemon. So after completing a couple um of Pokemon leagues. And then he finally he he got beat by Ash in one of the Pokemon League battles. Um, he he found out that he does not want to be a Pokemon master anymore. That he wants to basically be a professor like his grandfather. So he takes into the shoes of his grandfather in the recent episodes, and that's what he does now. Meh. Yeah. It was Meh. kind of their way to write him off because you only see Gary now like once. Once or twice a season now. I mean, in this first season, I mean, you see him like almost every five or six episodes. But um, now he's he's even more scarce. So, gotcha. so yeah, that that's Gary's role in the future, everybody. The future. In the future, but yeah, he um um Gary looks over at Ash and the trio and. Uh, he's like, who let this loser on a boat? And get, and Ash is like, Gary, you're going to set up our island? And then we get the riddle me this title screen. Weird, the, uh, weird place to put the title screen, if you ask me. Yeah, a, a little bit, but I mean, can you think of any other spot to put it? No, probably not. <laughs> still weird. Very weird. So from there, um, we, we get kind of we get kind of a brief overview of all the activities on the boat, and then we get a a shot of our hero standing there. And Ash is worried about all the people on the boat because they're probably all trainers, 
Yep. And Gary's on a lounge chair just laughing at him. He's like, you have no clue, do you? He's like, Pokemon trainers um, haven't gone to Cinnabar Island since my grandfather's days as a trainer. He's like, these people are all tourists. Cinnabar Island's a resort. And that kind of breaks Ash's like heart. He's like, a resort? Because all he wants to do is go there to be um, to get a badge. But um, unbeknownst to us, I mean, what we're going to find out in just a few episodes, and spoiler alert again, but Gary's just kicking it now. Gary already has all his badges. He has 10 badges as of right now. So Ash is still playing catch up. Yeah. So, yeah, Gary's just having a, a fucking holiday. And Gary even twists the knife in further. He says, Cinnabar Island doesn't even have a gym. And yeah. You're just wasting time as usual. And Ash kind of grits his teeth and he's like, I'll show you who's fucking wasting time. And oh. <clears throat> oh, he he even throws out the line. I I didn't even know that he threw out that line. Yeah. He even says he's already earned way more than enough badges to go into the Pokemon League. So yeah. so yeah, he he's just kicking it now. So the the boat is approaching the island and once we're once we're off and we have our seat. We don't see Gary again. Yeah, that we was, do. That, that was, well, not in this episode. Yes, we do. We do not. Yes, well, we do. Okay. <laughs> Where right, the the Jigglypuff? At when at when when oh, they're fuck, when, right, when, fuck, when they're fuck, when, fuck. when they're looking for um the hotels. Whatever. <laughs> so. But yes, Gary will return um, a little bit later on, but the boat finally docks and Ash and the and the gang get off of the boat. And it's at this point that they they see it is a resort. Um, it Everything is basically all for show or and if it's not for show, it's a hotel. And they're going to um, slowly find out that there is no place for them to stay um, at this resort. because. Because everything's already booked, but they're getting off the boat. But off um, in the distance in the back is good old Jigglypuff, um, who was following them on the boat, hiding. And Jigglypuff gets off of the boat. And then that's when we start seeing all the festivities of the city. Doug? Yeah, we just see that the town is completely packed with people. And um, Ash is kind of walking around nervous. And they come up on this dude, this hippie dude, and he's got a riddle for him right off the jump. Yes. He said, what do you think is hot and cold is what he says. And Ash is like, I know the answer of that. If you lie down in front of an open refrigerator um, and you wrap yourself in an electric blanket, you're hot and cold at the same time, right? And the hippie is like, he's like, you're totally wrong. <laughs> and Misty thinks about it for like five seconds. And she goes, hot springs are really hot and tourists think they're pretty cool. And the guy's like, you got it. He's like, see, kids, because of the volcano, um, there are lots of hot springs here on Cinnabar Island. And every year, more and more tourists come to visit them. So, and then we we get a montage of 
him telling a story about how all the tourists have taken over Cinnabar Island, making this place a tourist trap. And he, he kind of complains that trainers don't come anymore and that tourists have ruined this island. He said there was a, <clears throat> pardon me, there was a trainer named Blaine that had a gym and it was com- it was being completely overrun by by these tours who were more concerned about getting pictures and knickknacks and battling Pokemon and we we cut to um, where the gym is because the dude had another riddle he said because they asked him <clears throat> they said do you know where the Cinnabar Island gym is and he said it's he, right in front of your eyes yeah. Um, and it's, it's run down and it's like, there's weeds and shit. And that's what I said. Basically they say, uh, he, uh, Blaine abandoned it because he was tired of battling people that weren't in it for the right reasons. And Ash gets all hot and says, <clears throat> I'm in it for the right reasons. I'm not interested in pictures. I want to battle. I want badges. I'm Ted. Yes. So he Ash is basically telling um th- this hippie who we're spoiler we're gonna find out is Blaine's himself. Oh for goodness sakes. Hold what? on for ten minutes for goodness sakes. <laughs> People already know um the the lines of Pokemon. But um Blaine um basically hands them a postcard because he 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 knows that these are trainers um that want to battle uh, that want to battle him but um he gives it to him and it, it has an n on there the riddle n and he's like how can you run a hotel and then blame tourists for ruining the island that doesn't make any sense misty's like and brock looks up and he's like he's gone and they're like i wonder where he disappeared to he sure was weird but it's at this point now that uh, Brock is basically saying that they need to find a place to crash and that there's a bunch of souvenir stands and um, talking about all the tourist traps here. But everyone's hungry and they need to find a place to crash and get and to get some, something to eat. And from here, we get a whole bunch of montages of of the gang trying to find different hotels and having no luck. But in between that, we do get a run in with team rocket at this time, Doug. Yeah. Um, and it's, well, I was going to say it's a blink and you miss it kind of thing, but it, it, it almost is because, um, the trio walks by him without paying any attention to him because they're in a stand selling, meowth shaped cookies yes and apparently they're not doing too well um let's see because they have dialogue is the only other reason um yeah basically they're talking yeah not yeah they're not doing well in terms of they haven't even sold one cookie um their snack shop Shack is a flop, and and they and they they're kind of 
pissed off because they have all these tourists and everyone around them, but nobody wants any of their stuff. Right, and but in their mind, they're just concerned about being close to the lab where all the super powerful Pokemon are. Yes. We're going to get a glimpse of that lab um, in due time. But then we're back to our heroes, as you alluded to um, a few minutes ago, going up to all these hotels and being turned away. Dude, they went up to a Pokemon Center and you see people sleeping on the floors, on the chairs, on everything. I mean, you're telling me that they couldn't have squeezed in somewhere inside of that Pokemon Center? Well, and Misty, I think, had a good point as they were walking away from that Pokemon Center. She goes, I think we might have been the only ones in the whole center that have actual Pokemon. That have, which I think should be a requirement. Yeah. Like, if you go up to a Pokemon Center, you have to at least present a Pokemon. I mean, I guess that might be a way that the Pokemon Center is making money, because if there's no Pokemon trainers in town anymore, and it's a whole tourist thing, they have to sell rooms. Well, all right. That's all well and good, but Pokemon trainers should still take priority. Yes. Over Looky Loos. But they didn't get there on time, Doug. Well, that's their fault for having to take the (laughs) slow-ass cruise ship. But, um... Misty um, brings up the point of sleeping in sleeping bags. And then um, that's when the trio comes up to a sign that says hotel. And it's a bunch of hotels that are in the background. So what do they do? They start going up one by one to all of these hotels and they get shut down. And Ash is like, you must be joking. We oh, oh, no, the lady's like, you must be joking. We haven't had a room in weeks. And then they're like, let's try this one. No rooms in this hotel. And we're booked up for a year. Try coming back next fall. And then they go to another one. The guy's like, oh, I'm sorry. Nothing here. They go to a different one. Have you tried the hotel across the street? Sorry, no vacancies. Uh, once they go across the street and they're, they're shut down as well and they're just walking away. They're hungry. They've been walking all day. They're tired. And they're getting ready to walk out of the hotel um, situation. And they look back. And Ash smells some delicious food. And it's at this point where he starts walking over. And who happens to be inside of, of where the good food is, Doug? Freaking Gary and his gaggle of women. <laughs> Gary, I, I low-key would love to see like a remake of the Pokemon series with Gary um, like traveling. Because I, I, don't, I don't think it would be like PG for kids. Because nah. Gary seems to be having a, a freaking ball with these women. But I would nah. love to see Pokemon from his point of view. Well, it, I would I would say no to that only because it's kind of the whole like when they were getting ready to do like a Family Guy spinoff and everybody says, oh, it's going to be Quagmire because he's the most interesting. Well, you couldn't really theoretically you couldn't air Quagmire's shenanigans you know, once a week on a Sunday. So they had, they went with the safer option in Cleveland. 
<laughs> what was was Quagmire really an option? I mean, he was talked about. <laughs> everybody said, you know, people started saying, "Oh, Family Guy spinoff," and everybody immediately went to, "Oh, well, it's got to be Quagmire." <laughs> so it's at this point in the episode, Gary opens his little door to his his hotel room, and he's like, "I thought I heard something out here." Hey, look, it's the Sucker Squad. Sucker and this, Squad. I think this is the first time Gary um, acknowledged Misty and Brock as like being suckers or like making fun of them uh, with following Ash instead of just directing it right at Ash. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is, this is the first time that he was actually mean to them. Even though it was completely indirect. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he said, you know, sucker squad, so implying that he's aware that there's other people with Ash, but it's not like he said, oh, there's that stuck-up bitch Misty. Yeah, exactly. And Gary's like, he's like, so what hotel are you guys staying at? And and Ash is like, we're camping out. He's like, too <laughs> too bad you don't have a place like this. And then they pan over, and you see all the women, uh, Hitman Lee and an Electrobuzz on the inside and they're all eating some delicious food. It looks like it's all inclusive. Like honestly honestly, I'd be a little jealous here too. And he said and they so they pan across that table and Gary says, Yeah, and that's just the appetizer. And they're just all hungry and he's like, Say, I've got an idea. I'll give you my leftovers in a doggy bag if you spin around three times and say Pikachu. Man, I'm low-key, if I was as hungry as Ash's stomach was making him out to be in this episode, I might have done it. Fuck it. No, fuck that. <laughs> Ash is like, not on your life. I'd die of hunger first. Man, Ash was pissed and then his stomach just starts growling again. And he's like, you should have let your stomach do the talking for you. <laughs> <laughs> and Pikachu, Pikachu does the spins and is, is starting to say Pikachu and Ash goes, no you don't because <laughs> Pikachu's like fuck it I'm hungry <laughs> that was hilarious Pikachu just spun around three times and he just covered his mouth he's like don't you dare say Pikachu <laughs> don't you dare say the only thing you can <laughs> He's like, we'll never be that desperate that we have to sink to Gary's level to get some food. And everyone's stomach starts growling again, and Gary just starts laughing. I feel bad for Ash right now. Well, yeah, I mean, in, in this instance, you know, usually I lean on, well, Ash is just a dick, but Gary being there kind of cancels out his dickishness. Yeah. And Gary just starts laughing and saying that he's never seen anyone so pathetic. And like he he's just throwing out all the shade and all the lines. Like how how were Ash and Gary even friends back in the day? I mean, you find out that they were that they grew up together. Like how how were these two ever friends? Damn. Well, you're friends with lots of kids when you're ten. <laughs> And uh, it could have just been a matter of, oh, go out, go and hang out with this kid, because, you know. For real. But, <laughs> then, but then, Doug, you want to um, go into the Jigglypuff moment? 
Right. So um, there's a knock at the door, and Gary says, oh, that must be the entertainment. And I open the door, and it's a it's the it's Jigglypuff, and he's holding the little marker microphone, and uh, the trio reacts right away, and, and they just run away, <laughs> and, and they book it, and at, but unfortunately, as they're booking it, um, Togepi gets out of Misty's backpack. Togepi wants to see the the entertainment. <laughs> Togepi doesn't. Togepi. Tokapi's met Jigglypuff has to have. Yeah. Yeah. I think and so. Actually, I no, to... I don't I don't think Jigglypuff has been introduced to um Togepi yet. Because I think the last time we saw Jigglypuff, wasn't it the prehistoric Pokemon? And it hadn't hatched yet. Yeah, it was still in its egg. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well no, because that's where they found the egg even. Yeah. Oh yeah, you might be. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I don't. I so Togepi's just interested. So. So, but thankfully Pikachu was on its on its game and was able to double back and scoop Togepi up before Jigglypuff opened its mouth. So they were able to escape the song radius. Yes. And. Jigglypuff performs the song with accompaniment from Hitmonlee and Electabuzz, and everybody in Gary's party falls asleep, and Jigglypuff takes the cap off the marker and starts mucking shit up. Yep, and it's at that point, that's the last time that we see Gary and his many women. Until, I assume, part two. Uh, no, he's not even in part two. Ah, shit. Yeah, this is the last time. I actually, I I watched part two. After I watched this episode earlier today, I couldn't just stop here. So I I did. I I went ahead and I watched part two, um, just to get a kick out of it. And yeah, um, this Gary is not in part two. They, they take a different twist in part two. Well, shit. So. Um, we, we finally meet up with our trio and Ash, Misty and Brock are kind of panting. They're over by a gate and they're they're hanging out on a, they're hanging out on a picnic table. Yeah. And they're like, man, we got lucky that we got out of reach of Jigglypuff. And, um, and then Brock remembers, he's like, Ash, what about the card that that guy gave you? And Ash takes it out and it has the riddle in and it says must be directions to his hotel. And he's like, and they read it off. It says, if you look near the swing, you'll see my hands or at least a face. And Ash is like, oh, not another riddle. And then Brock looks over at an actual swing, but he doesn't see anybody's hands or face. And then Big Brain Misty gets it. She's like, there's hands on a, the face of a clock. Yes. And we do a smash cut to the inside of the hotel, and the guy goes, Misty's got it again. Because you're a bunch of dumb, dumb guys. Exactly. And they're, they're like, oh, 
Uh, let's see. Misty has come up with the answer again, and Misty's like, yeah, that was an easy one. And then Blaine's, um, specifically says, he's like, since you, um, got the riddle right, I'll give you the room for free. And he, he, Blaine's has a, has a, has a plan because he knows that these are trainers and that they, that he wants to battle. Spoilers. Well, I mean, you already did it. So yeah. <laughs> So, and so they're standing there, and then Ash's stomach growls, and Blaine's needs Blaine to feed him too. <laughs> goes, I suppose you want dinner, and Ash just goes, just flat as a pancake, just goes, yeah. And then they go, that's that's the break. Yep, that was the Blake. The break. Oh, I was about the to say. <laughs> so, um, the who's that Pokemon this week is indeed Magmar. Which that actually follows this episode, so I mean, hats off to him. It's not a random one like War Turtle from last week. Well, as far as we know, it is. We haven't seen him yet. True, but another spoiler, man. I'm chock full of them. Too. You're just you're just full of them. <laughs> so, um, we go straight over to a Pokemon gym, and that's where we see a whole bunch of Pokemon just working out inside of the gym and team rocket starts coming over in their balloon doug yes and so then we get the the uninterrupted theme song which is it's always nice especially because they but they shouldn't have gotten to do it this week because they did it i'm sorry they 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 did it twice last yes meowth interrupts it but they did it twice last week yeah, they, well, one and a half. Yes. The kids mucked up the first one. <laughs> but then, um, so Meowth jumps on their heads and then starts dropping bombs on the Pokemon Center, which, out of context, is a terrible sentence. <laughs> or not the Pokemon, the Pokemon, the, the gym. Yes. And then... Blaine's immediately gets a phone call that people and, broke into his gym. Yeah, we find out that the the gym has been broken into. It's under attack, and Ash is completely stuffing his face. Blaine's turned around and said, "Somebody's there's trouble at the Pokemon gym," and Ash says, "Ah, you know." <laughs> and when when they arrive, they see Team Rocket and Ash. Is like, oh, this is easy. So he sends out Pidgeotto to go and attack um, Team Rocket with Pikachu riding on its back, which is some, which is a scene similar to the intro. Not quite that one, but similar. Yes. Um, and Team Rocket knows what's hap- going to happen, and Pidgeotto flies up closer to the balloon. Pikachu does a thunder attack. Pops the, a big old hole inside of Team Rocket's balloon. The Pokemon get dropped on the roof. Everybody's happy. Um, and Blaine says, well, that act of hero, hero, heroism, I knew there was a word, <laughs> deserves a big reward. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. And he said, Blaine built a gym the tourists never see. 
And from here, um, they they shoot over to a hot springs. Well, first of all, you get another riddle, and, and Ash has it because the because um, plane goes. He put it in a place where firefighters never win, and Ash just hits the ground. He says, "Not another riddle." <laughs> but yeah, then they're in the they're in the hot springs. And it's separated, so Ash and Brock are on one side, and Misty's all on her lonesome on the other. And Ash is relaxing, but at the same time, uh, they're they're kind of thinking and thinking and thinking about the riddle, and Pikachu's just swimming, having a gay old time. And and then Togepi <laughs> goes and I, I blame Misty for not um for not uh, watching Togepi, but Togepi just goes over and just starts jumping on top of this Gyarados. Are 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 these are these characters naked in this spring? Well, Misty's got a towel on. Yeah, she has a towel on, but nothing underneath. And it I mean I'm not I can't speak for the guys. But Togepi just starts jumping on this Gyarados, brings the lever down, and the lever brings the fence down that's blocking the girls and the guys section of the springs. And Misty just looks over at the guys because she's just in a towel. And it's at this point where she just lets out a huge scream. And then that that's that scene right there. I've seen her in a bathing suit, for God's sake. But she's naked. but she's more covered in the towel than she would have been in a bathing suit (laughs) that doesn't matter but yeah uh, but no I wouldn't think that the guys were naked because if that hot spring is as hot as it's supposed to be I don't want to be cooking my my eggs yeah for, for real or my sausage for that matter so but yeah Togepi um hit the switch, um, moves a boulder. The boulder then um, breaks the fence uh, that they were, that was dividing the sides, but also did um, with it dividing the fence also um, leads an opening, a secret passage um, that the trainers then get curious and start walking in. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> Misty has a, as an observation, she goes, it's getting kind of hot in here. And I'm sitting there going, no shit. Because, yes. A, you were just in a hot spring, so you're probably not cooled down, but that's neither here nor there. And then Ash is dumb. Well, not Ash touched a door. And, I, I mean, I, I'm i not going to call him dumb because I, 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 I probably would have done the same thing. It's a metal door. It's a metal door, but... Who, who who would sit there and have a hot ass door? I mean, they don't they don't know that they're inside of a volcano. Somebody that doesn't want their gym to be found. Yes. So, um, it's at this point where Ash touches the door, burns his hand as he touches this door, but then the door ends up opening automatically, and they look inside, and it's uh it's a battle stadium. Um, that's sitting right over an active volcano. 
So I want to know how he was able to build this shit inside of this volcano. Maybe he used his Pokemon. I don't know. Well, yeah, I would I would say that um, Magmar had a decent hand in it. Yeah. Because he could probably move around in the lava with no effect because he basically is lava. So, all right, Doug, I'm going to hand this um, part of the scene over to you. Um, so they just entered the battle stadium and Blaine's is staring right over at him. Yeah, well... So, you know, Misty kind of hits us over the head with the riddle, and um, we see the hippie dude is standing there, and, you know, they're kind of confused. <clears throat> He's got another riddle. He said, it's not a hat, and you only wear it when you've already lost it. And Ash goes, well, it's an umbrella. Brock kind of basically calls him an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> for, having, for having a guess, which is kind of rude. Because um, he says umbrella. And Misty, once again, guess says it's it. a wig. A wig isn't a hat, but it keeps your head warm. And you only wear it when you've already lost your hair. And... Because she nailed it, Blaine's takes off his his makeup and reveals himself to be the old man gym leader. Yes. So, and we finally get to see Blaine's in all of his glory. He is the gym master. And Ash is like, man, you sure fooled me. And then Blaine's challenges Ash to a three-on-three Pokemon gym battle inside of the volcano. And Brock tells Ash to use his water Pokemon. And he's like, okay, that's easy. So they begin their battle. And of course, Blaine's uh, first Pokemon is Ninetales, and Ash chooses Squirtle. And then not, this- be- not before we get an immediate... Dexter. From Dex- Dexter gets a workout here, boy. Yes, he does. So we find out that Ninetales is the evolved form of Bullpix. And. Ah, uh, hell, what else do we find out? It says um, Ninetales is the evolved form of the fire Pokemon Vulpix. And that's it. That's and, it? Yep. And Ash is like, I knew he'd choose Fuck a fire type. Pokemon, big mistake. And then he sends out Squirtle. Squirtle pops into the mix and immediately um, Ninetales does Fire Spin. Brock says that that's the strongest attack that Ninetales has. And Squirtle goes and hides inside of his shell and immediately gets, oh no. Uh, well, he tries Water Gun. He tries Water, water Gun, gun but um, the fire comes back and it's too much for Squirtle, and it fries him inside of his shell, and he's immediately knocked out. Yeah, in in terms of the Pokemon game, Squirtle used Water Gun, and it was super ineffective. Yep, ineffective, and and also with the Pokemon game, it was a knockout. Yeah, that would have been a one-hit knockout, because even if that Squirtle is a high level, it's not gonna... You're not gonna beat a Fire Spin with a Water Gun. No. 
So, and Blaine's, um, educates Ash by saying, choosing a Pokemon is more than selecting the right type. It takes wisdom to win a, a gym battle. And then Ash is like, or then pity. I, yeah, or pity, as we've seen in the past. <laughs> and then Ash is like, then I'll fight fire with fire. I'm counting on you, so give it your best shot. Charizard, I choose you. And Charizard just gave no fucks, gave no shits. Um, Blaine's returns his nine tails, thinking he's about to have a badass battle with a Charizard. He sends out Rhydon, and freaking Charizard goes and flies over to a rock and goes to sleep. But that is not that is not his job. Yeah, and we get another Dexter entry with Rhydon. Rhydon is the evolved form of Rhyhorn. It is known as a drill Pokemon. Its large horn gives it formidable attack power. So how hard would that have been to give me a one more sentence on Ninetales? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and we get like two sentences on Magmar. Yeah. What the fuck? And Blaine's is like, what the fuck is going on here? I thought I'm about to have a nice battle with a Charizard. And Charizard just yawns, scratches his neck. And then Brock is like, this is embarrassing. And, uh, whatchamacallit, so, Blaine says, um, Rhydon, or Charizard is, is in way over the, his head. He's like, Rhydon, horn drill. And Rhydon can't even do it because Charizard flies away. So, and Blaine says, because Charizard left the battle, he forfeits. So, Right Ash on is already, winner. Ash is already 0-2 down and gets gets on one knee and says, Pikachu, it's all up to you. And, and Blaine's is cocky. He's like, your little Pikachu is no match against my Rhydon. And Ash is like, forget it. Pikachu, max power, which I didn't know was a move. But <laughs> and Rhydon um, is told to do Fury Attack and it's trying to poke the mess out of Pikachu and Blaine gets impressed. He's like, that's pretty impressive here. And P- asks like, Pikachu, Thunderbolt now! And Pikachu does Thunderbolt. It barely um, phases Rhydon. Rhydon gets a little itch out of it, but that's about it. And Blaine's educates Ash again and says electric attacks would not work on his Rhydon, which is which true. I think, which I think Ash knew, because I think we had that whole discussion with Onyx versus Pikachu. Yes. But then um, Ash gets a tip from Brock, which is bullshit. He wouldn't get it in a regular battle if he didn't have two traveling companions with him. Exactly. But, Brock says, aim for the horn. Which is bullshit, because you can't do that in the game. You can't aim for just a body part and right. just obliterate. Like, I wish I could in, in Pokemon, but you can't. Right. And he does Thunderbolt on the horn, and uh, Brock says, right on his horn, horn acts like a lightning rod and it sends electricity through the rest of Rhydon's body which the rest of his body is not affected unless it goes into his body and 
um, Rhydon got a nice little charge out of that, and Rhydon lost. He was knocked out. Makes a fall. And it's at this point now that, let's see, so we've had Ninetales and we've had Rhydon. So now it's time for his third Pokemon, which is Magmar. And Magmar comes into the mix from out of the lava. Doug? Yeah, not in a Pokeball, so that was kind of cool. Yes. He just he just rises out of the magma that Blaine Blaine kinda summoned the lava and then Magmar is floating there and you know, old Dexter gets a <coughs> pardon me, gets another workout and says Magmar's body's like a furnace. Um It's a Spitfire Pokemon. Uh Magmar's basically a living inferno. And can only be discovered around active volcanoes. Yes. And Magmar, they they drew Magmar like a, a beast over Pikachu. And he um, Blaine's tells Magmar to do fire punch. And, and Pikachu's, Pikachu's bobbing and weaving with uh, quickness. And... Um, Blaine's is impressed, but then Magmar gets one glancing blow on one of Pikachu's cheeks and gets enough distance, and Ash says, you know, use which one was it? Thunderbolt? Thunder... Um, he, he said Magmar... Uh, he, uh, Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt. So, and it barely phases Magmar because he's using a move called Air Lance, which again is not a move in the game. And it and Brock educates Ash and says, "Well, Magmar's heat uh, heats the air at such a high temperature that reflects electric attacks, which is bullshit." Well, it's bull. I mean, it makes sense when it's explained, and it would have been nice to be put in the game, but you know, so. Magmar is basically using Pikachu's energy against it. He's coming at him with a with more fire punch. Um, Pikachu's backed up literally um, to the edge of the battle area, and it looks like Mag uh, Magichu looks like Magmar <laughs> is queuing up for one final attack, and he. Spits a. Do they name that one? Yes. Um. Let me see. I believe it's Fire Blast. Let's see. Magmar Go. Let's see. What? What was? What is that attack? I mean, um, we know. I mean, we know it from the game, but. I believe it's Fire. You, oh no, they don't name it. Um. He just says Magmar Go, and Magmar does his attack. Pikachu is looking off. And we get the narrator um, going. And and so it's Pikachu versus the volcano. Will Pikachu be turned into the world's cutest lava lamp? Find out on our next fiery episode. And that is it. And that is it. And they could have just said find out in a half an hour. Yes. Or, yeah. But uh, re- remember, um, this episode of Pokemon was a week out. In Japan. Well, yes, but the translation wasn't. No, it wasn't. So, you're right. But, yeah, um, 
that was how they ended this week's episode. So we end on a cliffhanger with Pikachu standing right next to the edge of the volcano. It looks like a fire blast is on its way over to Pikachu. And we have no idea what's going to happen next. You're going to have to tune in next week to find out. What a tune in. <laughs> but uh, now. But uh, we got another um, Pokemon um, jukebox. And this one is called What Kind of Pokemon Are You? It's like, what kind of Pokemon are you? And it has a dancing drowsy. And again, we go through um, a lot of old episodes um, in this montage of of Pokemon um, clips. Um, you get you get the montage of the Gengar um, from a future episode. You get a couple old ones with Diglett. You get a Marowak. Um, you got a future episode where Pikachu is dancing with a Raichu. And yeah, um, and then you get a clip from the very first episode with Misty in it where she's scared of a Caterpie. And um, the episode where Ash caught his Pidgeotto. And then th- with Muck. So this this one has a lot of old clips in it, tied in with a few new ones. You also get um Oh, you get a, a Pokemon League battle. I'm sorry. Well you get a and you get a shot of Mewtwo. Yes. Oh, that's uh, actually coming up in a in a how many episodes? Um give me one second, Doug. Cause I mentioned a few weeks ago that um, we're going to be tying some loose ends. And uh, episode 63 is where we're going to get that. We're going to get more of the Mewtwo story. Okay. So um, it's going to have a couple scenes from the Pokemon movie. We're actually going to get the the scene with Gary battling the Mewtwo in that episode as well that we saw in the movie that they did not play for us. Right. So, so we get that in that episode as well. And then um, unbeknownst to me, just going over my DVDs um, the other day, Doug, and I had told you, and we can, uh, you, you alluded to possibly doing it as our, our Christmas special this year. Like we, we had a Christmas special last year and um, there's a TV special called Mewtwo returns that kind of takes place in the orange region um, with um, with Ash, and he actually gets to meet Mewtwo and Mew again in that in that one hour episode. So, um, and it's really good. So um, once you watch it, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. But that'll be a nice thing to do for for the Christmas episode, Doug. Yeah, and, and it was interesting that you brought it up because I I came across it. Uh, on a couple of occasions while I was hunting for a a subtitle link for the first movie. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh. And, you know, I did a, a quick Google, and then, yeah, basically, like you said, it follows right from the movie. It's an hour long. So it'll be maybe a little longer than a traditional episode. I mean, obviously we can't account for if we go on tangent or something. Yeah. Um, the, the episode itself, I believe the runtime was just about an hour 
for that. So yeah, because I looked it up um, just to. I, I found a link, you know, just so I can play it. I mean, like you said, the the issue <clears throat> would come down to subtitles for when we're recording, so we're not trying to pull stuff out of our ass. But it's available, like, online, like, just to watch. So, that will be nice to watch. I, I, I can't wait to watch it. So, I'll just throw that out there. Um, I did find a Bulbapedia that has the, um, for every single episode, there's a section on here for a list of who's that Pokemon. So that would have been helpful a long time ago. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, but we definitely have it. Um, it looks like they were basically the same from the Japanese version to the American version. Um, all, let's see. For the most part, um, Snow Way Out um, in Japanese had Pidgeotto. We had Muck. Holiday High Jinx, they had Jinx. And then we had Pidgeotto. Uh, so, but other than that, we basically have the same Who's That Pokemon for the English and Japanese version outside of a few um, mix-ups. And and um, the Japanese version is a little harder. Um, I'm looking at one right now uh, for episode um, 56. Um, and they they had Jigglypuff, and all you could see is the top of Jigglypuff's head from that episode that we watched the the quiz episode. Oh, so they did like, they did it to them. They're like, how are we supposed to know that it's a Jigglypuff? So. But yeah, um, that's that. Um, I know everybody, if you're already a week ahead, wants to get into next week's episode to find out what's happening. So do you have anything else to add, Doug? I don't, but I got to find out if Pikachu is going to become a lava lamb. I know. <laughs> so uh, too bad we're not recording that episode tonight. But you mean too bad. It's goddamn midnight. Yeah, I know. Exactly. So, all right. But um, say goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And you don't want to miss next week's episode because it's part two of a two-parter, everybody. And it's called Volcanic Panic or translated from Japanese, um, Decisive Battle, Jiren Jim. So have a good night, everyone, and see you next week.